just brought out a new cookbook. More airy, more light, more mouthy coast. It's such a vibe, isn't it? Welcome to another week of Obviously Good. Whether it is the opening of a new restaurant or a crowd culinary favourite, this is a podcast for everyday foodies by everyday foodies. We're eating honest food and dishing up honest reviews for you every Tuesday. Hello, our beautiful podcast listeners, and welcome to my podcast. What? <laughs> you are joined, as always, with myself, Spicy B. And tonight we have special guests, Sweet Livy. Excuse you. And Buttery Bella. Hi, thanks for having us. Guys, thanks so much for taking time out of your week to come on my podcast. Where has I mean, this little spark of arrogance come from, sweetie? Yeah. I don't know. Do you realise like, we co-host this? You know, sometimes, you know, the weight on your shoulders. Just <laughs> <laughs> dead weight. Kidding. Oh, kidding, 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 kidding. Podcast is very much a three-person job. That's it. That's it, yeah. mate. And look, sometimes I think a little teeters on the edge of... Uh, the rest of us doing a little bit more than oh, you. So. <laughs> napping in the corner. <laughs> How has everyone's week been? So Saturday night we went to this like Chinese restaurant. B, what's it called again? I've already forgotten. Bambusia? Bambusia. Where? Where? It's in Bondi, like on Bondi Beach. Mm, nice. And it is so much fun, like karaoke vibes, but COVID time, so no mics. So just and like no standing up, I assume, because you're not allowed to stand up. Yeah, definitely no standing up. No. Yeah. We were definitely sitting. It's a bit nuts. So it's a bit more like a sing-along, like you're at a choir. Like yeah, so they had court. like yeah. the music playing in the background and it honestly took me way too long to realise that obviously when it's the karaoke music, the lyrics don't play. So I was sitting there <laughs> waiting for all the lyrics to play and they weren't playing. Is that obvious? I don't know if it's that obvious, but okay, it, yeah. yeah. It takes a while have, for the brain to click. Like they have the words on the screen and you're meant to sing them. Yeah. And then your mind plays tricks on you and you think you hear the words, but they're not actually <laughs> playing. <laughs> I'm trying to think the last time I went to karaoke, I feel like there was singing. It was probably when we went for Tom Wallace's thing. I know. And I think that there was... Shout out Tom Wallace. (laughs) Hello, Tom Wallace. Sound coming back. Anyway, my weekend was pretty good. Saw you guys for a little while. So that was, uh, how do I say? No, stunning, obviously. last time. (laughs) Obviously. And then I had um, two lovely dates. One with one of my good friends. And then on Friday night, which was actually so stunning. And then a little date with my old darling boyfriend on Saturday night, which was oh, heaven. Oh, Jackie. I know. Bella and I really wanted to be there. We did. <laughs> we were literally like, gosh. We wrapped up our day and we were like, it's nice. It's nice that she's in love. <laughs> it is so nice, the love that you two have after so long. Thanks, yeah. guys. I really appreciate that. Rolling on to another thing that we love. Bella, where did we get to this week? If you're looking to one-up your last brunch spot, then look no further. The Mayflower, located in 303 Liverpool Street, Darlinghurst, will do just that. Kristen Lee and Kevin Lai have created the most extra menu with a side of caviar. Kelly Bayard has created a space that will have you feeling like you're somewhere between a world of magic gardens and Hello Pony. Think millennial pink, onk stone tables, quirky rain pendant lights, and flowers coming from places you didn't know existed. So, girls, what do we think? I feel like you were very generous with your little intro there. I feel like they were trying to do what you said. Did they do it? I think so. All I talked about was the exterior. Absolutely, absolutely. But you're totally right to say that it is millennial pink. There are flowers hanging from the ceiling. But when you looked closer at the flowers, they were dead. Whoa. Well, the dried flowers? I mean, yeah, but... 
Okay, okay. Maybe I've, been, maybe I've come in a bit hot. I think we've got two flowers happening because we have the ones coming from the ceiling. Yes. And then we have the actual ones that were on the table that were quite real. And they were definitely alive. You're right to say that. But you know the ones, essentially when we walked in, we were led downstairs and it, that sort of starts off this whole sort of pink vibe because all the walls surrounding are pink and like this sort of like aquary blue as well. Mm, and there's a big... things happening. Yeah, exactly. And there's a big pole in the middle. And that had what looked to be a beautiful bouquet of flowers wrapped around it. And then when I went to look closer, they all looked dead to me and not dry dead. Right, just like dead dead. Just like a bit wilted. Do you think they're supposed to be changed every like so often? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, sorry, I'm not going to get too bogged down on that. <laughs> We're but not here to review flowers. <laughs> no, I know, but I just thought that I... I've, I've come in a bit too harsh. Let me just re let me rewind for a bit and let me sit back. You guys tell me what you thought. So on initial arrival, I feel like it's one of those things that looks so good from afar and then you get really close and you see all the cracks start to appear. That's what I'm trying to say and I think I was not articulating it the right way. Yeah, no, and I, so I think I agree with you on that page and I likened it to a cafe in, I think it's Alexandria, called Social Hideout. Yeah. And when I said that, you, Belle, totally agreed with me, didn't you? Yeah, for sure. That it is... What social hideout? It's this... That floral place. Yeah, it's this cafe in Alexandria slash Waterloo, Redfern, wherever. And it's, again, it's like one of those Instagrammable cafes. But can we just for a second, and same as social hideout, do you not think that it is like Hello Pony? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like magical, one of dreams come true. It's like, That's you know, what it looks flowers like. bursting from that. the walls and fairy floss coming out your ass and... <laughs> Maybe not that, but no, it's, it is all that like eye grabbing attention thing that looks super great. And everyone goes to take pictures and it looks really cool. And then when you take it apart bit by bit, it doesn't stack up. Yeah. Okay. And that's purely like, but did we think that before we started eating? No. Okay. Yes, this is right. No, you're totally right. We didn't. That's what I mean. I think slowly Mm. as we were there. And we'll obviously we'll get to the food in a second, but as we're there, you slowly start to be like, mm, the furnishings are a bit weird. Libby, the flowers are a bit dead. Oh, there's food all over the floor that hasn't been swept up. And I think part of it was also we went on a beautiful Saturday. The sun was definitely shining. Mind you, it was a bit crisp, but I still think we would have preferred to be out in the sun. And we got taken down to what is the the main room of the whole cafe, but it's all undercover like all closed in it's like essentially a dungeon and and yeah. they've they've done well with the lighting they make it look really bright and beautiful but you still feel like it's a bit sterile like it's yeah. it's almost not there was no windows and usually that honestly wouldn't bother me i wouldn't think too much about it but i think because it was such a small space and covid times covid times true i don't think they were socially distancing properly you definitely made a comment on that. You were feeling a bit uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know. It was just... But you would have been fine if there was more air and everything in there. I For think. sure. If they had like big bay windows or something, I probably wouldn't have thought twice. Or what we're all used to now, because we're so spoiled for choice, is beautiful tall ceilings. If they had that, you would have felt like there was Absolutely, yeah. more yeah. space. But it was just so dungeon It was that small ceiling with hundreds of pipes on the top. But you know, yeah. I'm pretty sure it used to be like a florist. So it is. Oh my gosh, you're correct. We're yeah. forgetting that. So it's a um. What's the word we rework something? A um, homage. <laughs> well, yeah, they're paying. They're paying. The flowers are paying homage to the fact it used to be a florist, and it's basically yeah. They've like 
turned it into this cafe, hence why it's a weird space like that. Okay, that that does sort of make sense, but then but even does it still – Well, that's it. Even still, why are you sending – and, we, you know, not many patrons were booked – in and we were booked so you'd expect you'd want to put your booked customers in the best spot yeah and by looking at instagram this dungeon area was the the most the best spot yeah but it's actually mm. not because you're downstairs in this sort of weird room whereas all the people on the street i think we would have had a totally different experience because there are tape a few tables on the street yeah because yeah. i'm like a that cute corner across from east village yeah in that area yeah, 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 yeah. Near it. um so do you think then both of you, if we'd been sitting outside, our opinions would be different. I do. For sure. But then I worry that like, I think they send them down there purely because it's very, you know, that's where all the decor is. That's where all the flowers and everything's happening. Whereas like out on the street, you could be at any other cafe. Yeah. I agree completely. Agree, mm. agree. Mm. But I do think I would have preferred that. But Agreed. perhaps that is because of the food situation. <laughs> Yes, I think we should now take it to the food situation. Now, the menu itself is just bizarro. It is nutso, jatso, katso. Literally. Watso, botso. <laughs> so <laughs> one side of the menu is fully dedicated to a caviar tasting. So you can do different three different types of selected caviar. I didn't read it in too much depth because I'm not that interested. But you could do a tasting for something like $235. Yeah, yeah. I didn't read it in that much depth because... I'm not made of money. <laughs> <laughs> but it's sort of, you know, okay, sure. But it's all about the brunch menu, which just seems weird to have caviar for brunch. But anyway. I just wonder how often someone would sit down and go, yeah, can I please have this 300 gram of caviar? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just like, yeah, it's a weird vibe. Like, <laughs> strange. So uh. that's on one side of the menu. And then the other side is what can only be described as the brunch menu. And B, you were saying that, the website itself or lends itself to brunch specific yeah or? it's technically all brunch so we went to book it had um reservations from starting from 10 11 a.m to 3 p.m and it's all classified as brunch which explains the menu sort of yeah well sort of because you've got a bacon egg roll and then you have the cheeseburger yes and that is exactly where we need to start on the menu is a wagyu cheeseburger like a very Nuts, trying to give us that high class air, you know, air, but it's a How cheeseburger. How much did the cheeseburger go for? Only 18 bucks, I think, or something. It was pretty it cheap. It was pretty cheap. Yeah, yeah, that's so cheap for a Wagyu. But cheeseburger, no sides. We'll get to that. We'll get to that because that was my meal. And there is also, you can get granola, but then as I ordered, you can also get the lobster roll. So yeah. that's pretty clinic. Anyway, unsure. So let's talk about drinks first. Beatrice, the kombucha. Oh, I know. Like, I'm not a big kombucha drinker, but, you know, when in Rome. So I thought, I'll get a kombucha. Two of the three flavours weren't available. I kind of just had to end up saying to the waitress, what do you have? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is just, it's not a fabulous experience. I ended up getting the only kombucha on offer, which was kombucha. pineapple. It was a bit pineapple. strange. So rogue. I do love pineapples, but it's a bit strange. Yeah, as she said, pineapples is like her second favourite fruit. It is second to mango, as we all know. True, but there was some interesting, you know, scoby. There was a lot of scoby happening. You to like... <laughs> She's doing a shaking She's action a... for those oh, playing on. Shaking home. or okay, whoa. Sure. And so, Beatrice, what did you end up choosing? I settled on the wattle cola, which I actually loved that wattle cola. It was really good. I am jealous. I got the chai latte and wanted yours. Was your chai latte good, basic, or just like whatever? Have had better. I think so, yeah. 
I'm thinking about Harry's, to be honest. I knew you were thinking about Harry's. Yeah, how did you know that? I just, I don't know. Is that my Harry face? (laughs) As in Harry's and Bondi. Yeah. Little bit of a shout out there. Love that. So guys, go to Harry's and Bondi. Um, For your try needs. No, bottle collar was awesome. Cool that they had that. I think that's a little nice touch that they have. Cool that they had that. Was off put by the glass. Oh, yeah. Is that relevant? I don't know. I mean, it's relevant, but I'm not sure. She just didn't like the taste of the glass. We'll move on from there. No, she's just going to say it smelled like urine. (laughs) It smelled like urine. (laughs) So I just went back to the bottle. And that was fine. And that was fine. But I also think those kind of tonics and like goes the same for kombucha. Never smell the drink. The drink's not going to smell that good. No, but then I did smell the drink separately and it smelled lovely and bottly. So it was very much that dishwasher. Anyway. Oh, hopping across to the food, I want to go through Bella's first. So the star of the of the menu, definitely you'll see it all through Instagram, is this beautiful croque monsieur with truffles. Oh, she says Talk it us so through it as well. I know, I would not have been able to say that, so thanks for that, Libs. Croque Basically a cheese and truffle toasty, and it was seriously like, I'm going to go as far as saying one of the best cheese toasties I have ever had in my life. It just came to the table so beautiful with the truffles shaved on top. And it was like big. Like it was a yeah. big toasty. I was going to say, and that was a lot of truffle on top. A right? lot of like, truffle. truffle's expensive, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I so mean, that was like kind of bang for your buck. We'll oh, get to that. I'm not going to steal your segment, Libby. But 100%. And just like it felt like there was a lot of cheese happening in it. And, you know, the bread was nice. Everything about it was nice. And I was quite happy with my order. I think I wanted to start with you because I agree. Yours was the best. Mm. Yeah. Definitely the top. And I think if you're going to go there, definitely worth a go because it is one of their signatures. Yep. And trending at the moment. Definitely trending. Now, speaking of signatures, I want to address what I ordered. I ordered the lobster roll, um, called on the menu the Mayflower roll. So that's why I went for it because I thought... It was Iconic. Yeah. Yeah. Signature. It arrived at the table looking beautiful, looking like a lobster roll, some... Fresh little bits of caviar on the top and some crisps. So not chips, but like Smith's crisps, crisps, I suppose. Cut it, cut the roll in half, went in for a huge bite. And I've never seen so much disappointment on your face. Ever. And ever. And it was also, your meal came out first. So you had, you probably were probably waiting a solid five minutes before our meals came out. Absolutely. Yeah. Bella and I were both picking at the chips. Yeah. So you're, you're <laughs> sitting there salivating and then we all go in for a bite together. And my first bite was actually not ruined, but like taken away by the fact that I was watching you eat yours and being oh no. so disappointed. I was you like, ruined her bite. I was so like, oh my gosh, something's happened. What, so, what happened? So I just bit in and often if it's something that I haven't tasted before, I will be like, okay, this is something I haven't, you know, I don't recognize this flavor. And so I try and smudge around, my, not smudge around, but like try and work you out. try and work it yeah. out. Exactly right. Now, I'm, you can hear me salivating because it's, <laughs> it's, it's almost the opposite of I'm not excited about this taste in my mouth. I'm almost trying to get rid of the flavor of it because it tasted like a combination of dishwashing liquid and off. I don't know. Anyway, I feel really bad about this. I had to get a second opinion. So I asked Bella to try it. What did you say, Bill? I was like, something ain't right. You said no. You said verbatim. It tastes like cat food. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Anyway, obviously, I'm having huge panic. Panicking, panicking. Thankfully, you two both very obviously know how to eat out at restaurants. Somehow managed to. Well, Bella and I are big believers in 
you get what you pay for. Yeah. And keep in mind, this, like, what Libby had ordered was the most expensive thing. That by, was By far. By far. Absolutely. And besides being on the caviar side. <laughs> yeah. Like, as That's in, it. Like, it's $33. When you order the most expensive dish on the menu, like you have said, Bella, and A, it doesn't taste good, but also B, we were maybe a bit concerned that it was off. Yeah, that was my my real concern. Now, the thing that I was conflicted with is that on the menu, it's also got sea urchin mayonnaise. And I was like, okay, oh. I haven't actually ever tasted that before. So maybe that's what this thing no, is. I that's, buy, so maybe. Yeah, this is the thing that's, that's um, making me feel so queasy is probably the only way I can put it. Anyway... After much sort of back and forth between the three of us, me saying, I'm just not going to say anything. I'm just going to not eat it and pay it and wear it. <laughs> wear it on your sleeve like the Scarlet A or whatever it is. <laughs> Basically, B was like, absolutely not. And called over the waitress. We, we very politely mentioned that perhaps this was inedible and that if we could just get the chefs to suss it out for us. She had no problem with that. They were very, very polite to us. Yeah, they were great. Took it back up. She came back. Um, actually, the manager came back down to us and was like, he, now, "Yeah, this bit I don't get. It's a bit confusing. He said to me, he said something about, and I wasn't in a bit of a daze because I thought he was going to kind of like arc up at me. <laughs> so <laughs> he, he, was petrified. he was like, um, hi, thank you so much for letting us know. It does seem like the lobster was cleaned incorrectly. Um, and so, no, 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 he said washed. Yeah, washed. Like washed too hard or something. Yeah, washed. And and I don't like knowing the behind the scenes. Like, wh- what are you doing to my lobster down there? <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, immediately I was like, what's going on? Why are they washing the lobster? But I suppose, I don't know. Anyway, it was a just. Thing to do. Absolutely. But I just was then like, oh, okay, so maybe I was right in, in saying something, but I still felt like he was like, oh, so we're just going to make you a whole fresh new batch if that's okay. And. Thankfully, the girls had already prepped me because I was like, I just don't think I can face the lobster roll again. And so I was like, oh, no, actually, could I please get the gravel axe um, toast? And he Mm. was like, absolutely fine. No problem at all. And he was so nice to us. It was all good. But I had already felt like maybe I've just eaten off lobster. Like you said, once you get that taste in your mouth, even if they do make you a brand new one, it's fine. You just you can't get mentally past that. Absolutely. And so my whole experience, I think that's why I was being so sort of negative at the beginning is because my whole experience was just being tainted by this weird lobster situation. And fair enough, Libs. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, my Gravelax, when it came out, was simply gorgeous. It was beautiful. It had fresh ricotta on it. There was pickled beetroot, salmon Gravelax, and a horseradish sprinkled over the top. Yum. Delicious. It was a little too sweet because we all obviously, not obviously, but we did try each other's and I found yours a little too sweet. Sweet. Yeah. I don't know. The beetroot and the pickles. Sometimes I really wonder about your taste buds. <laughs> <laughs> Are they happening the same way? Because sometimes you eat stuff and you're like, oh, spicy. I'm like, there is not one hint of spice in that meal. I think this like, is boiled rice. <laughs> just so everyone understands, I don't like my nose doesn't work properly. So I feel like my taste buds aren't the best. Maybe they got wired wrong. They say half of it is, you know. Your smell. Yeah, absolutely. Taste. Well, they're all connected. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so maybe they're crisscrossed. Because it was, it was. This was actually, you know, horseradish makes things quite spicy and bitter, so not necessarily yeah, I was say sweet. It tasted like earth. beetroot. I mean, no, beetroot's not a sweet vegetable. I wouldn't say it? so, and it didn't taste sweet on the weekend. But anyway, that was a great makeup for what was a pretty tragic start to my meal. Coming in with a salmon gravel axe. If you're gonna go, I definitely recommend that as well. And it looks beautiful, and you'll see the pictures on our Instagram. Yeah, absolutely proud of you, Libs, for you know 
you were squirming when we yeah. were sending that back and mm. maybe now i was squirming you, hard you really squirming. maybe if that yeah. happens again and we're not there you'll have the confidence to do it yeah you're like being bella taught me how to do this there, <laughs> there is nothing wrong if you do it in a polite way i had a question around what the hell is gravelax it's salmon or, or a fish type prepared in a specific way right. so they instead of like it's, it's the treatment of the fish Right. That is also one of their iconic dishes. I think between the two of you, you guys ordered the three main ones. Main ones, because when I booked, it came up with most ordered, and it was those three. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. What about yours, though, B? I did not order anything most ordered or exciting. You I, had a bit of a panic looking at the menu, really. I, I got really <laughs> panicked. I was thrown by the brunt situation. I was like, we we're in such a weirdly nice place that I feel like if I get granola or a bacon egg roll, that's super basic. But you so let's would, go the cheeseburger. Well, then, but then you were getting the toasty and you were getting the... Yeah, but the toasty was like a fancy yeah. toasty. I didn't want seafood and I wasn't paying for caviar, was I? <laughs> Who's picking up that bill? So I got the cheeseburger and to be fair, the cheeseburger was amazing. Was because it? We didn't it really hear. We were too so busy good. with the lobster. I think they... um. Have like a secret tunnel to Maccas or something, but like to test like Maccas. I love no, how we have like, theories that everyone is connected to Maccas or, or Woolies. No, but like that sauce. Oh, the secret sauce. The about secret it? sauce. The McChicken. What do you call it? I don't think the oh, secret sauce is in the McChicken Hun. <laughs> I think it's in the Big Mac. <laughs> it's called the Big Mac sauce. It's called the Big Mac sauce. Um, I was absolutely happy with mine. I thought the garnish was a bit odd. Oh, it looked um, good though. It was like a little bit of a dill and parsley salad or something. Yeah, don't chip me. Just give me some fries or even crisps. Well, polenta chips. Oh, and they were good. Were they good? They were definitely my shining light, particularly through that early stage of the lobster situation. I feel like sometimes when you're having such extravagant meals, in Libby and I's case, maybe not yours, but you need a meal that you can trust. A familiar meal. Well, that's yes. it. And I definitely felt that about the lobster roll. As I said, it was something that was like settling my stomach. A definitely a flavour and a taste I've had before, many times before, and I will have it again. So oh. when you're eating something that's confusing your stomach a bit, it's nice to have a little bit of a settler. See, this is why I oh, – sorry, I was just like literally having this moment of this is why I don't order seafood. But how often does this happen? This never happens this to me. This is like the first time in no, our whole it's podcast so history. so touch and go. It's not. Lobster is always amazing. And in mm. this instance, I think mm. it was the urchin, the sea urchin mayo. What about, <laughs> what about that octopus bush rat from Marvel? Oh, gosh. Oh I love that. So get over yourselves. The well, culture. we have one more dish, guys, to discuss. Yes. Now, this is interesting because this all came from... The lobster saga. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I feel a bit bad about it all because having worked in a kitchen, I know the feeling when you've effed up a bit and you're like, oh, we've got to make good here. What do we do? But... Oh, they didn't make do. No, they definitely did. Oh, my God. They went above and beyond. But it made me feel worse about the whole situation. It's like shining a spotlight on your embarrassment. Yeah, I was so cringed about how we had to send it back. And then they delivered us a free dessert. Beautiful little meringues with some nice lemon curd, mandarins, and some finger lime bits over the top. Yum. Sort of fine. Pavlova-ish. But... I just felt so – it was, like, shameful for me. No, I was I was on that free dessert bandwagon, Bella. There was just far too much sugar in it. Yeah, but you don't even like meringues, so there's gonna, there's so much sugar in meringues anyway. That's true. They do put a lot of sugar in there, don't they? Yeah. It's basically just sugar, isn't it? It is sugar and egg <laughs> and water. That's it. No water. Don't put water no, in meringue. And I'm not a big fan of fruit in anything besides fruit being fruit. So I didn't rate it. That's so weird from you. But I think it was a really good lesson her. for you, Libby. Yeah. I feel like it was like a learning curve. Yeah. I think we, yeah. So you what? You grew up a little bit. You get, 
dessert when you be a bad no. <laughs> no, I know what you're saying. And I do, I do agree with you in that sort of essence that if something's not done right, it's, it's definitely worth at least asking about it. But it is uncomfortable and because I think I've worked behind the scenes countless times, I feel a bit more... True, you you do have a different perspective. I don't... Like, I know the feeling, particularly the wait staff, when they have to go back into the kitchen and say to the chef, hey, chef, this was bad. And then the chef, probably a hothead, is like, it's not good and it's not your fault. You're just the messenger. Don't shoot the messenger. Yeah. So, to be honest, I'm relating with that too, just from like hospitality days. And I'm like, oh, you know, because the customer is always right. But I feel like in this case, maybe we were. Well, that's it. Bella cries when my waiters look sad. (laughs) Yeah, because I just relate with them so much. I'm like, honey, I understand. I've been you. I've been you before. (laughs) It's painful. Yeah, no, I'm just thinking about when I saw a guy drop an entire tray of drinks on a family. Oh, oh, my. oh, I just it's, that's oh, the stuff oh, of nightmares. I wanted to hug him. Oh my gosh, <laughs> inappropriate, so yes. inappropriate. I did not know this guy. Anyway, enough about the hospitality tragedies. Let's get on to order off the menu, the part of the podcast where we finalize for you guys whether it's worth a visit or not. Bella, mate or date? Oh, yeah, this is an interesting I was just, one. As I was saying no. it, I was like, I don't know what she's going to say Either. here. And neither does she. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to have to say this one is flat out just friends. Like, yeah. you don't take a guy there. Please don't do it. There's too many flowers happening. It's a bit high key for a date. Definitely a place you go with the girls. Taking a mortgage out to get the caviar <laughs> for this chick. Or he gets it. And wants to split the bill 50-50. Oh, and you're, so cool. and you're a modern woman, so of course you're saying yes. But then you're like, but you got the caviar, you expensive little thing. So then you take some flowers on the way. <laughs> just make it worth it. All right. So we're summing that up with it's definitely not a date. Definitely take your mates there. Beatrice, bougie or basic? I've done this before. I'm going to do it again. Bougie vibe, basic food. The food wasn't basic though. There was caviar, lobster, <laughs> truffle. Yeah, but how good was the quality of that food? Yeah, amen, sister. My cheeseburger was great, just a cheeseburger. Your lobster was inedible. Yours was really great. It was a toasted sandwich. Yeah, but a fancy one, like a high tea toasty sandwich. True, can't disagree with that. But I just think, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, it was all for show. And, you know, if you took that away and it was just, you know, a white room. Would it be that exciting, the food? Um, Probably. That's really interesting. But I actually think, like, to be honest, if you did take all that away, then maybe we would be satisfied with what we are getting because at the end of the day, that cheeseburger, that toasty and relax in the end was quite good, simply put. I know. Now this is hard. You're making me change my mind. But so what? when you're saying bougie vibe, is that what you're going to go with? Are you going to go with bougie vibe even though the yeah, food is I'm, getting classified basic? I'm going to say go there. Get your Insta pics. Get your hot selfies. Get your cheeseburger. Don't be wowed by the food. Ooh. Okay. I think we all went to different breakfasts again. Yeah, but you guys don't seem like you're on board with my rating. No, I, I just think that you're right. I'm just trying to think of what I would say if I was you. And I think if I was you, I would give it bougie, tacky bougie. Yeah. yeah yes. Yes. Oh, sorry. That's so bad, isn't that it? That sounds mean, but think about it. Yes, your food was yummy. It was expensive. And that's where we're going to go now, so, I think. So, yeah, Libby, take us home with dollars for dishes. I just feel like we have been so harsh tonight and I want to make just make sure we make mention that they did give us the free dessert. 
they did give us me a totally free it wasn't free we paid for that well a free bite of the lobster roll i didn't pay anything for that free food poisoning okay no i feel like we're being too mean to this place and i'm worried that we're going to get some serious backlash but we do have to be honest and that is what we've promised our listeners from the start we're always going to be honest so for me with value for money bella got a toasted cheese and ham sandwich for 24 <laughs> Sounds so sad saying this. It's just there was a piece of bread, some nice bechamel sauce, some nice prosciutto or ham or something. Yes, I get it. There was truffles on top, but twenty four bucks. It's expensive. Seems expensive. B, yours was on the cheaper end, and I'm feeling happy about that. So thank you for ordering what you ordered. (laughs) I feel confident in that too. You you did very very well. Wagyu as well. And then mine's a bit strange because the $34 for the lobster roll, confused. Obviously, I didn't pay for it. That's expensive. But it's lobster. Lobster is expensive. Yeah. And mine, the gravel axe in the end, only 23 bucks, but only one piece of toast, but big. I'm very confused. But I also think the whole overall experience is a bit too overpriced. It just seems like it's a tiny bit too, tiny bit extra pretentious. That's it. And so I'm going to have to give it quite a low rating. And I don't know if I'm going to get crit for this or not, but I'm giving it a... 1.5 out of 5. Oh, oh that my is gosh. I know, but I just think that if you've got cash to burn, give it a go. But if you don't, don't. Yeah, if you're go on that, for a coffee. I, I was going to yeah. say, like, to, to, I feel like we need to end this by saying, if you're going to go for the food, don't be wowed, but I think it'd be a really cute, lovely spot for a coffee. All right, that sounds like a pretty good summary. I think we should now go to food features and fails, which is the part of the podcast where we discuss a food feature or a food fail from our week. I'll start because I feel like I forgot to mention this when I saw you guys the other day because you were off in Jervis Bay and you were, I don't know what you were doing, but I had the biggest fail. What? Which one? In two days in a row, P.S., might I add. So I was craving brownies. Oh, (laughs) we saw this. (laughs) Yes, and you probably have seen footage, but I feel like I need to relay this in person. We definitely do because I feel like we haven't actually had time to touch base and debrief on what we saw on the socials. And what actually happened? You guys only saw like a percent of it. It was bad. Okay, so what we're quickly referring to is that if you follow us on Instagram, which you should if you listen, that's, it's obviously a good podcast on Instagram. Check it out. Now, Bella put up a story one day. The first picture was a shockingly lined tray full of some sort of smudge of black stuff. And the caption was, guess who's cooking today? Bella or Sweet Libby? 44% clicked me. Excuse you. I'm a trained pastry chef. I know how to line a tray. And the brownie didn't even fit the whole effing tray. It's so insulting. Anyway. Oh my gosh. My housemate slash one of my best friends was like, oh, sorry, Liv. I just thought like you'd be cooking. I was oh like, my gosh, Bella. she voted you oh. as well. <laughs> I was like, Bella, I... you know what our kitchen looks like. We live together. Like, what are you doing? Oh my gosh. I totally thought she was taking the piss. I was like, yeah, yeah. It's just people that, you know, know that it's not sweet living. Oh, savage. Anyway, oh. tell the story. Sorry to cut you off. That's okay. So Betty Crocker, really good stuff. Excited <laughs> about it. As Libby was saying, it didn't even fit the tray. So that's where I probably went wrong to start with. Anyway, I was like, you know, it's fine. It's fine. Whatever. Chucked it in the oven. It might just go a little bit over the place, but then like I can chop it up nicely and no one will know it'll be fine. So I went about my day anyway. And I was like, mm, oh my gosh, like I can smell. Did you set a timer for your brownies? No, 
So how are you expecting to know? And do you have a brownie sensor inside of you? I have a bit of like of a you? time thing where I'm like, now's the time. Are you Gandhi? I'm Gandhi. How did that work for you this time, sweetie? Not so well. <laughs> Gandhi did not deliver. I like run to the kitchen and it, honest to God, I opened up the thing and it was like smoking, like black stuff. I have a smoke alarm. Yes. And so I was like, sweet. Smoke alarm didn't go off. We're winning. It can't be that bad. Also, not winning if there's ever a fire. <laughs> Side note. But all good because two seconds later, it went off and all oh oh good. Good, good, good. That's relief, relief. Do that is so funny. So absolute brownie fail from you, sweetie. Absolute worst. How about you guys? Well, this week I'm going to do a quick little feature as per usual for me, but I'm going to feature the Paddington. So lovely. Oh, I love a feature of venue. Yeah, feature the venue, um, obviously Maryvale venue, went there on my little date night on Saturday night with the boyfriend and just, it was stunning. We got lots of different little dishes and obviously the feature that they have there is the roast chook. And it comes, I've heard about yeah. that. Yeah, and it comes with fries and a beautiful green cos salad and the chicken was just so, so juicy, so delicious. It's pretty, it's relatively affordable. The wine is obviously what takes it over the edge, which it always does. And it was just so delicious. They treated us really well. Big, big feature to the Paddington this week. Oh, that sounds really lovely. Love it. Love the Paddington. Thanks. B, feature or fail this week? I've got a fail. So I'm going to I'm gonna finish this off on a low note. It's a bit um, sad. Nowhere near as epic a fail as you, Bella. I cannot <laughs> really live up to that. And it, it wasn't it wasn't a personal fail. It was crust failed me. Oh. How and could crust possibly do that? <laughs> I've been trying to get to the bottom of this, and I think I have. So I have a crust near my house. Um, every now and then I order crust, yum, yum. Peri Peri chicken is oh, the yes. bomb. And maybe mm, six months ago, it started to get a bit weird. You know, it didn't start to taste as good. And then one time I picked it up and I noticed everything was different. Like the shop front was different because it's a franchise. Yeah. They've changed owners and whoever they changed over to obviously can't make pizza. And <laughs> but isn't the idea of a franchise that you walk in anywhere yes, around the world? It's like a freaking boost juice. It's like, how are you messing it up this badly? Wait, like, can we just confirm is it your crust or is it every crust? No, no, no. It's crust epping. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to name and shame on the podcast. Oh. The chicken was dry. There wasn't enough sauce. Everything tasted like. They had forgotten about my order and maybe left it in the box on top of the pizza oven for maybe an hour. <laughs> maybe they had, mate. Maybe they had. And then you know what made me really angry? This gets worse. I'm, maybe I'm going to rant now. But in order to get delivery, obviously they've got that minimum delivery fee. And so I had to get a large. I didn't want a large because sure I'm trying not to eat. Want a large, no, I didn't. I'm trying <laughs> to eat less say. pizza. You know, I'm trying to eat smaller meals. Right. So I was mm. like, damn it, now I have to get a large. I ended up throwing the rest of the pizza out. It was that bad. That one of the three of us throwing out pizza, terrible sign. Obviously, bad pizza would never happen. Wouldn't happen. Yeah. Wouldn't. Ne- I was actually sad. I was like, I actually have to throw this out because I'm not going to eat it at any other time because it's not getting any better than this, is it? Oh True. gosh, that is a total fail. I'm feeling very sad for you, B. I'm sorry to leave it on that note, beautiful podcast listeners. But if you have enjoyed what's in your ears, please leave us a review, give us a rating, and make sure you tell a friend or a co-worker, or a family member about the podcast. And while you're telling them that, make sure you sign them up to Facebook. Sign them up! <laughs> you never know. They may not have it. If they, well, I, I just assume that anyone that does isn't in our Facebook community that listens to the podcast doesn't have Facebook. Doesn't have Facebook. So otherwise they would be in it. Absolutely. So that's my logic. Therefore, 
you know. Makes complete sense. <laughs> Make sure they sign up. Anyway, if they do, jump them in to our Facebook community. That's obviously Good Podcast on Facebook. And if you want to see pics from today's podcast or any other episode, you can follow us on Instagram at Obviously Good Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.